I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Monday. I hope your weekend treated you well. Today is another author's corner check-in where I update you on what the heck is going on behind the scenes. So grab yourself a coffee or a cup of tea and let's catch up. We're starting today with today's rosebud and thorn. My rose is that while you are listening to this, I am in Chicago with my very best friends for a working vacation. I'm thrilled. Going to their house is kind of like the same sensation of like going to your grandparents' house where all of a sudden your whole body relaxes and it's like easier to take a nap. That's the vibe. My thorn is that I killed a hobby. Here's the thing. I don't know if other sevens feel this way, but like I sometimes love something so much that I kill it, you know, like I get really, really, really into it. And then I'm obsessed with it. And then all of a sudden that obsession is now over because I have turned it into a job. And that's what I've done with plants. I love having plants, but I have so many that I'm a little bit tired of taking care of them. Here's the bright side. It is winter. It's it's turning winter. They need significantly less for me in the winter. And that is how I'm soothing this lack of desire that I have to go around my house and take care of them tomorrow. And my bud is that Korean food is on its way. When I go to Chicago, I know I'm going to get some good Korean food and I just I love Korean food so much but we don't really have we have one good Korean restaurant where I live but it's like 20 minutes away and we never go and then I'm the only one in my family who's like obsessed with Korean food so yeah I can't wait I'm so excited okay now let's talk about what's going on this week this particular week that this goes live I am focusing solely on writing chapter five I find fives Kind of difficult to write about because they're so complicated like they're private but also every five i've met is so friendly and, and seemingly open they are withdrawn but also really supportive when you need them really good friends they fear asking for too much but also they're afraid of giving too much they tend to be boundaried but also really like some of the most encouraging people in my life are fives um so it's just kind of like this paradox that makes them so incredibly intricate and beautiful, but it is harder to write about, right? Like I think the experience that I've had with most fives is so different than like this textbook understanding of them that I struggle to articulate the nuance that's happening there. It just takes more time. Like yes, fives manage their energy levels, fear depletion, and that doesn't mean that they are like neglectful of friends and family. They just need to get on the same page as their friends and family. So to me personally, like five and six are the hardest to articulate because I think they're the easiest to oversimplify, to kind of like make into one dimensional beings. So I just wanna be very, very careful and take my time being as nuanced and thoughtful as possible. So I'm going to rewatch the five panel that I did for the Enneagram Summit this year because that conversation was so vulnerable and rich that I know it's gonna help me to connect with the delicacy of that type. In other news, I'm skipping my editing day this week since I'll be out of town and I'll get to go back to editing kind of the week afterward, which I think will actually be great because it'll give me more time just to write. When it comes to like life updates, I am traveling to Chicago this week. I mentioned earlier, <laughs> I planned in a trip to see my friends 
for each quarter coming up because they're truly like my family and I can't live without them. So when I knew I'd be traveling this month, I asked if I could go visit them. And we're just gonna do a working trip where I basically just live at their house for a week and work like normal and cozy up with them as much as possible. And they were down, so that's the plan. And also, I think I've mentioned Qigong like before. I'm really into Qigong right now. I think I've mentioned kind of wanting to implement it into my life, kind of getting into it, but it has been so grounding for me. I've especially liked it because of my lungs. They do a lot of different breathing exercises and movements that really genuinely feel like I'm building up my lung strength. I did one this morning all about moving through each emotion and tying it to a different organ. And it was so cool, so like honoring of my emotions, but also allowing them to kind of flow through me. So fun. And also it's just too cold, friends. <laughs> I'm too cold. In North Carolina where I live, it is colder than it will be in Chicago than it is up in like Rhode Island where I check the weather a lot. It's just, it's too cold. I'm not a winter person. I do not like to wear layers. I want to just put on one dress, leave my house and not even think about it. Having to like bundle up and like put on multiple shirts, like not my, not my jam, but you know, that's the vibe. That's what's going on. Let's talk about what I'm reading. So currently I'm reading the novel Less by Andrew Sean Greer. I don't know if you know this, but at the beginning of the year, I set a challenge for myself to read through my bookshelf and to not buy any books until I finish that shelf. Now, the rules of the game were that any book that I owned, I had to either read, have read, or donate. I also read a ton of my husband's favorite books in this process, and now I am eight books away from finishing our gigantic shelf. <laughs> This process has been amazing for me in several ways. The one that I'm like most excited about today is that it gave some books a second chance. So ones that I was gifted but never opened, some of those turned out to be my new favorite author. I gave Steinbeck a try and it turns out I'm obsessed with him. And this book, Les, Obi gave it to me a few years ago as a gift and I tried to read it and I just couldn't get into it. But through this process, I opened it back up and was immediately hooked this time. It's a really fun read about travel and being a writer and having unresponded to invitations. Ovi said that it was a very specific set of circumstances that I would uniquely be able to relate to. And I kind of love that. I haven't finished it yet, so I can't really like rate it on a scale of one to five, but I am truly enjoying it right now. What I'm watching, I haven't watched anything this week. I kind of just haven't really been interested in watching TV, but, oh wait, I did on the weekend, I started Anne with an E last weekend. So I watched one episode and I really enjoyed it. I was never like an Anne of Green Gables fan or anything like that. So I didn't really think I'd be into it, but I was looking for something cozy and calm and kind of like fall-like and that's exactly what it provided. It felt very cozy and calm and fall-like and it turns out I was really into the show so I'll probably watch some more of that maybe on the plane or something like that. And my small joy from this week is the Trader Joe's chai. Now not the powder. They have like a, a tub of powder that you can make chai with. Not that. The concentrate that's like right near it 
It's the liquid one. It is so good, y'all. Like, so, so good. It's perfect. I just bought one last week and kept it in the house and it's just so nice to have around. Just mix it with milk and you have like a nice iced chai. Really easy, really delicious. And what I'm learning this week, I am relearning that half of the issues we face in relationship can be solved by just talking more, talking about money, talking about expectations, schedules, intentions. It's just all so much easier when you talk. Obi and I are typically very good at talking, but we'd gotten a little bit off of our planning our weeks together because truthfully, we, we both are just the kind of people who want to feel like we aren't tied down to a schedule, that we are free, but we sat down last weekend and we we're really intentional about discussing our needs and expectations, time for ourselves, time together, and it's so relaxing when you really get into it. So just know, like, it just lets you know, like, this is what's expected of me. This is where I need to be at certain times. This is when I'm like free to be my, do whatever I want to do. It's life-changing. If you're not planning out your week with your spouse in terms of like getting everybody's needs met, you should give it a try. Today's podcast is brought to you by Best Fiends. If you've listened to the show for a while, you know that I am working to lower my experience with social media, to not be constantly consuming content. But here's the thing, sometimes you're just, you're in a waiting room or maybe you're traveling on a plane and you can't read your book because your brain won't let you focus, but this is a very specific scenario. But also it's not time for you to put your phone away yet. So you're just kind of like in that weird in-between. And I'm the kind of person who's like socially aware of how odd it is for me to just stare out at people or stare out at the ether in those moments. And so your phone can be like a really nice buffer. And that's where Best Fiends has been so fun for me. In my humble but correct opinion, it's the best match three style game by far. The rest are basically the same game, but with like different color schemes. So you don't have to keep crushing the same old candy and try a puzzle game with something fresh to offer. With Best Fiends, you play through an actual storyline. So you complete with good guys, the fiends, and not so good guys, the slugs. Your fiends start out as like wee little baby versions of their future selves. The more you play, the more the fiends join your team, and the more powerful they become, helping you solve increasingly challenging puzzles as you progress through the game. It's an action-packed adventure and a brain-boosting puzzle game all rolled into one. And with new content added all the time, you are never bored. And you do not have to worry about running out of levels. Best Fiends has literally thousands of levels with more added all the time. So there's always a fresh challenge waiting for me when I need a mental pick-me-up. Download Best Fiends for free today on App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Thank you, Best Fiends, for supporting the podcast and making me less awkward in social situations. Process update. So what's going on with the book? So I wouldn't say that I'm concerned about this. Well, I mean, I am concerned, but I'm not sure that I should be concerned. That's probably more accurate. I'm in the process of second guessing the way I've structured my chapters, which is pretty inconvenient since I've already written four of them. I'm just wondering if I've gone too dark and heavy 
Like if the introduction is too informational in contrast with the poems and the essays, I'm just kind of re-wondering if the format of the conclusions makes sense and the introduction and the flow of things. Is it going to feel easy to read or will it feel laborious? So I think what I'm going to have to do is just write all of them and then go back and worry about that because right now I just need to get all the information out there and the gist of what I am intending to write, and then I can go through and make improvements. That's kind of how I'm talking to myself about it. Also, something that I haven't shared that I didn't realize I was doing is that I'm not reading poetry right now. I love to read poetry so much, but it's been sending me into like an overthinking spiral every time I read it. Like if the poetry is good, it makes me second guess my ability to write. If the poetry is bad, it makes me second guess my ability to write. <laughs> so I'm fearful of accidentally writing someone else's words into my writing as well. Like what if I read a line and it just sticks in my brain and I think I came up with it and then I put it in my, oh, that's too stressful. <laughs> so I've been on a poetry fast since I started writing the book, which is tricky because my husband is in a creative writing class right now and he has all of these poems that he wants to read to me. And I want to say yes, but I have to say no. It's a pretty tricky spot, but otherwise with the book, we're on schedule. If I can complete chapter five next week, then we should be on track to have like the rough, rough draft of the type specific chapters done by mid-December. And then I can get into the introduction and the conclusion, as well as the fine tuning and improving that I want to do with the flow and the tone. So that's where we're at y'all. That's the update. I cannot wait to check back in with you next week and report back on how Chicago went. As always, it's an absolute joy to keep in touch with you this way and I will see you tomorrow for the next episode. Mm -hmm.